I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're going to be talking about growing resentment in no contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to happen, okay? No contact and not reaching out to an ex after a breakup is one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do, I yeah, think. Easily. Um, and it's so incredibly painful when everything inside of you feels like, I have to reach out, I have to repair this. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about resentment and no contact. And, you know, a lot of people don't use the word resentment mm -hmm. in our calls, but I think that there's some kind of underlying anger, frustration, hurt that builds up. So we're going to talk about that today. And we want to see your comments on this. If you felt resentful while you've been in no contact from your ex. Okay, because we want to take a look and see what the experience is like for you guys. Um, because obviously when you are going through the breakup and you hear no contact for the first time and no reaching out, mm -hmm. you're like, I, I don't want to do this. It's like the last thing I want to do. Exactly. I want to talk to that person more than anything. The last thing I want to do is stop talking to yeah. them. And when you decide to make that decision, it feels like an eternity every single day. Yes. Every single minute, it's like time slows down and one hour feels like a full day. I remember laying on the bed after one of my breakups uh -huh. and like literally the phone just staring. You just keep looking at your phone, mm -hmm. hoping that they're going to reach out to you. And it's just... It's just awful. Yeah. And, and you're constantly in an awful state. Yeah. You can't sleep. You wake up in the middle of the night 20 times, cold sweats, diarrhea. Mm. You're sitting on the toilet mm. nine times a day. <laughs> it's horrible. Your whole body is just in this terrible state that you seem to have no control over for months at a time. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can start to get really upset at your ex. Mm -hmm. As time passes right. and you don't hear from them. Yeah. Hurt, angry, sad, confused, all kinds of things can cause you to wind up, you know, even getting angry and bitter. Right. And I think the real question here is how could you? How could you not contact me after everything, after talking daily for so many years, yeah. you know, for some of you? So I can start by sharing a personal story. So I actually went to Norway not only to study, but also because I had a Norwegian boyfriend for a while. Mm -hmm. So we had a pretty close relationship and I actually moved to Norway. I packed all my things. I said goodbye to my friends and family with the intention of you know starting a future with him. Yeah. So things did not go in that direction. And of course, immediately I made all of the mistakes, begging, pleading, and I, you know, even brought back up the fact that he had said in the past, you know, I, I'll love you forever. I'm in this no matter what, mm -hmm. you know, and then 
uh, I really still had that conviction of, I'm gonna fight for this relationship. I'm gonna do everything it takes to make it work. You know, yeah. if it's no contact, I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna make it work. But over time, realizing that he's not contacting me, I started to get angry. Mm -hmm. I started to feel like, okay, I did everything in my power to make this relationship work. And I saw how little effort that I saw um, coming back. Mm -hmm. So this is a normal thing that can happen if you're in no contact. And some of you might be in no contact for you know three months, nine months, and, and upwards. And you might still have this underlying resentment, this anger of, how could you not contact me? What's going on that I'm not hearing from you? So we kind of wanted to dive into that today and normalize this for you because we don't want to make you feel like, you know, this is outside of, of the normal range of feelings that you might be experiencing during a breakup. Yeah. And just so you guys don't feel so bad, mm -hmm. even Coach Victoria made mistakes during the breakup, Many. despite me yelling at her over Many. the phone and telling her, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Listen to me. This is what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. And she still didn't do it. And she mm -hmm. didn't stick to it. And she made a mess of it. But I'm glad she did. Mm -hmm. In the long run, I'm glad you did because right. you really learned from that. Yeah. And it helped you understand what people were going through in mm -hmm. breakups and and. Yeah. I told you I, during the time I kept telling her, take this feeling and rem remember how you feel right now, yeah. because this is important for you to yeah. understand in the future, because mm -hmm. I kind of all along had wanted her to come work yeah. for us and work on the channel. Um, this is years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but even she made those mistakes. Mm -hmm. So it's not just you guys that are making right. these mistakes. And, you know, it was difficult for her in that particular mm -hmm. time because she was really alone. Yeah. And so she, she had given up pretty much her whole life mm -hmm. to go be there with him. And he, in return, made no effort. Right. So, and I know many of you are in similar situations as well, where you might have moved her partner or have a long distance relationship and all the traveling and all of that involved. It's very difficult and it's very tedious and exhausting over time. Yeah. So when you're in that no contact stage, you know, you start to ruminate over everything that you did do for that person. And so having this lack of affection for, from them or lack of compassion for what you're going through can be very difficult and very difficult to go through alone. Yeah, yeah. And that would just even make you more frustrated and overwhelmed and not feel like you have outlets of people that can be there for you. Right. Um, but, you know, a breakup is a loss. It's right. a major loss. We are unconsciously very upset about that, right? Like, People do not like to lose other people mm -hmm. and you're going to have to deal with the emotions, the anger, the hurt, mm -hmm. the sadness, but anger is a part of the process, mm -hmm. right? Like to talk about the stages of grief and we've right. talked about that in other videos. We're not going to get into that in particular, but yeah, you need to understand that part of that will be anger. Right. And it can be really hard to think about right now, if maybe you're in the beginning stages of your breakup, that you'll ever be angry at your ex. You might be in the stage that I was in the beginning where you know you have this strong conviction of no matter what, it doesn't matter how I've been treated or you know how much I've sacrificed and how much I didn't receive back, um, I'm still gonna fight for the relationship. Yep. 
over time, you might feel differently. And it's okay to have that different perspective. It can kind of put things back into a more realistic sense mm -hmm. of, okay, what did they really do to contribute to the relationship? What are those feelings of anger and why are they there? So diving into these things for yourself, asking yourself those personal questions and exploring that anger rather than trying to push it away or not even expect it to come uh, can really help you through that. Yeah, and you're, that's a lot of what you'll do with the workbooks mm -hmm. and the creative healing course. Right. The creative healing course even gets into the unconscious, dealing with a lot of different things mm -hmm. with the unconscious to process stuff like that. Because it's so hard you have to process your breakup. Mm -hmm. you, you want to, in order to come out of the other side of it stronger than before. You really got to work through that stuff, but it's not easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you and your partner or your ex are in a different place with this breakup. Mm -hmm. Your feelings about it and wanting to fix it desperately is very different from what they're experiencing especially when they're the ones that did the dumping, right? right? Because they're not feeling that huge loss like you did in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It takes them time to get there and their feelings need to change over time just kind of as your feelings change throughout the breakup in time. Exactly. And so when you are feeling those feelings of resentment, it's really important that you feel them and that you don't push them away. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't want to act out on them. So we would never recommend for you to send an angry letter at an ex yeah. or do anything in, you know, in retribution to your ex. Um, however, use whatever outlets you do have in order to get that anger out. I remember for me, I was screaming in pillows. I remember I started out with tissues to, mm -hmm. to wipe my tears. And eventually I was like, screw the tissues. I need a beach towel. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's important to to sit there and experience the full um, range of those emotions um, rather than trying to get back at your ex or using that energy in different unproductive ways. Yeah, that's really helpful. And as hard as it may be to hear this, people don't have to stay with you. Mm -hmm. People can leave a relationship for any reason at any time and that's not fair and it hurts like hell but ultimately they have to want to be in the relationship and the healthier the person is the more likely they will stick things out and work out things with you mm -hmm. or um you know try and repair things when you're with them right but you know you don't have to like the fact that people can leave for any reason i mean i i wouldn't i don't like that <laughs> it's not fair yeah but you know, it's not like when they started first dating you that they mm -hmm. said, I want to be in this relationship with you forever. Mm -hmm. And even if they did. <laughs> they could change your mind. Exactly. But they basically said, yeah, I like you. I mm -hmm. want to get in a relationship with you. But in time, things change. Yeah. Their ability to connect with you, your ability to connect with them, your ability to nourish that relationship mm -hmm. and that connection with each other. There's so many different factors that come up. Right. And... I think once again, just to bring up that point of perspective. So when you're distance enough to be able to feel that anger towards your ex, you're able to see, okay, maybe there was ways that I acted that also contributed to this breakup. I remember after I cried and yelled and screamed in my small little room in Norway, mm -hmm. I remember afterwards thinking, you know, what, 
what changed in me throughout this whole process? And I realized that in moving to a different country, I became a lot more dependent. So I was able to see my own uh, faults and my own contribution to the breakup. And that has been very helpful moving forward in my future relationships. Yeah. And I could see why your roommates were having a problem with you, oh, with yeah. the screaming all the time. <laughs> they were like, get this girl out of here ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> now it's all coming together. <laughs> right. And through that, I was really able to strengthen my boundaries. And, you know, in process, the whole breakup, I was able to say, okay, next time, what am I going to invest in a relationship if I'm not getting this back? So it really put things in perspective for me, and uh, I wanted to share that with you in this video just to give you a little bit more background on myself and my story, mm -hmm. my experience with breakups, um, and also just putting that anger into context to not be afraid of it and to remember that it's a normal process of the whole breakup experience. Yeah, and, and so you might find yourself in different times feeling angry or resentful mm -hmm. while you haven't talked to your ex Maybe you're angry like Coach Victoria because you did some major decision mm -hmm. and then they walk away easy. Right. And that would make you angry because it's like she picked up and moved to the other side of the world mm -hmm. and he wouldn't make an hour train ride to come see you because mm -hmm. it was a little too inconvenient. Right. And so, yeah, of course it's going to make you angry. And that's, I think, right. You were right to be angry about mm -hmm. that because who wouldn't be? Yeah. Um, to feel like you've made such a major decision and the other person isn't even close to being as invested as you are. Right. So those kinds of things will come up for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe this person had said, well, I'm going to do this for you and I want to marry you and I want to mm -hmm. have kids with you and made all these promises to you. And then they walk away because I don't feel the same. Mm. Right. And maybe yeah. some small, minute issue where you're like, what? You're leaving me because of that? Yeah. That would make you angry. Yeah. So it's okay to have those feelings, mm -hmm. but you want to deal with them. Right. You want to process them. You want to heal them. Mm -hmm. You want to feel them. You know, get a local therapist. Right. Do journaling. Do those workbooks or the mm -hmm. creative healing course. That's what they're there for. Do coachings with us. But you want to really get to a healthy place. And it takes, you know, effort to work through those things in a healthy way mm -hmm. because you don't want to be worse off after the breakup, you know, in time than, you know, you were before in that relationship. Right. And one more thing that I thought of is that many of you might be afraid that you'll get stuck in the spite or get stuck in being angry at your ex. But if you push those feelings away, that feeling will still come back. So it's more important to process it, deal with it, rather than trying to suppress it. Yeah. Good stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. Make sure you put a like on there and subscribe to the channel. Of course, when you want my help personally, you can get it at askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching and Coach Victoria will continue to train with us. I'll be here. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.